CHD3 Detroit, KMPS HD3 Seattle, WBMX HD3 Boston, and on AOL Radio and Yahoo Launchcast, CBS Radio's The New Sky. Do you feel powerless? Lack clarity and wonder where your life is headed? Do you struggle with moving forward? Are you tired of being held back? Sarah and Sophia Lee have been providing guidance to thousands of women and men for over two decades. They will help you reach your highest potential in love, career, finances, and all other aspects of your life. Join them now for their unique and fun approach in empowering you to live the life of your dreams. This is Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The Sky. Good evening and welcome to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. Still listening to the music, dude. He told me that we were live if that means I'm supposed to come in. I'm just doing what I'm told, man. I'm just, you know, doing what I'm told. Huh. All right. So, hello. No. Okay. So, it's going to be a fun show tonight, folks. Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches, and I don't have a voice very much, who are able to help with your love and relationship issues and concerns. With Sarah and I, you will get no fluff or fairy tales. No mumbo-jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. If your relationship can be salvaged, we will give our utmost to guide you to that desired outcome. But on the flip side of that, if it can't be saved, we will present the truth to you and guide you on the steps you need to gain closure and move on with your life. You can find us on EmpowerEnlightenEnvision.com, which is the site we use to post everything about this radio show, including future topics and all of our past podcasts. You can also find us on soulmatereading.com, and there's a lot of articles on that side about how to create changes that you need to create in your soulmate relationship, different things about soulmate and twin flame relationships, why soulmate relationships are so difficult when you dream about your soulmate, and so on. So lots of articles out on soulmatereading.com about soulmates and twin flames, and that gives us a great segue into tonight's topic. Tonight, we are actually going to talk about soulmates, okay? We don't do that very often, but we're going to do that tonight. And and not just so much soulmates, but really more so the difficulties and complications and anxiety that can result from actually being in a soulmate relationship. So um, that's, I'm not going to do that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Just say it, dude. Okay. So um, anyway, tonight we're talking about soulmates, all the complications and stuff that goes with that, um, and why soulmate relationships can often be some of the most difficult relationships that you can ever have in your life. So we are taking callers tonight. Our call-in number is 248-545-7685. So if you have a question for us or if you'd like a mini psychic reading, give us a call at 248 248- Five four five seven six eight five, or use the immediate feedback at newskyradio.com and our producer will get your questions over to us. We only ask that you are very descriptive in your question if you're telling Mike on the phone or if you're typing it in so that we understand the question. Okay, that'll increase the likelihood of us picking it to answer for you on the air. All right. So tonight we're talking about soulmates and some of us are having some technical difficulties over here. So we're going to get right into it though. We're okay. 
So soulmates, you know, you see it everywhere on television, in the movies, on dating sites, you name it. Find your soulmate. You're incomplete without your soulmate. Everyone wants to find their soulmate so that they can finally be happy, live happily ever after, and be in a perfect drama-free relationship. Well, here's the newsflash for everyone. Soulmate relationships are often some of the most difficult relationships that we as human souls will encounter in our lives. Okay, so if you're looking for soulmate relationship, you better be ready for it. Okay, because who said that they would be easy and why does everyone think they will be? Well, because there's a huge misconception out there that soulmate relationships are filled with roses and candlelight dinners and long walks on the beach and, you know, talking or, God forbid, texting until early hours of the morning. And this is simply just not how it truly is. Soulmate relationships can be very, very difficult and painful and will be, you know, very often the most difficult relationships that you will ever experience. When you meet your soulmate or find yourself in a soulmate relationship, rest assured you will probably feel like you are on an emotional roller coaster ride. The highs will be very, very high, and you will feel as if you're on top of the world with this awesome connection to this other human soul, but the lows will be very low and could very well plunge you to the depths of despair. So, you know, there'll always be a really big, fat spark or lightning bolt when you meet your soulmate, similar to what some people might call love at first sight or an instant feeling or knowing that meeting this person is going to be significant and change your life in some profound way. And you know what? It will change your life and you will be very different as a result of it. It may And also you should be. Yeah, you should be. It may even feel as if you are in some sort of dream state, although awake, like an out-of-body experience during your first meeting or even throughout the early time you spend together. Many people have said immediately after meeting a soulmate that they knew this was the person they were supposed to meet and recognized them as the one for them. Mm-hmm. But what they may not know is that meeting their soulmate will come with a lot of life lessons that will encourage them or force them to grow, evolve, and perhaps get way outside of their comfort zone. On the brighter side of things, soulmate relationships can be amazing experiences because the connection is so very intense, but on the darker side, Soulmate relationships are often a very bumpy road with more potholes than you could begin to imagine. We attract soulmate relationships into our lives to teach us valuable life lessons, not to have someone to go to the movies with, okay, so that we can grow and evolve and that we can become our highest, best self. If we really think about it, From the deeply spiritual perspective, this is the reason why we're here on the planet to have these experiences. Because if we weren't, we would just be like playing harps and floating around on clouds on the other side. So soulmate relationships are not just for romance. No, they're not. They're for personal growth, actually. 
So, yeah, these lessons may be difficult and very trying, but that does not mean soulmate relationships are all negative experiences. Unfortunately, most of us learn through pain. It's just how it is because when we're in that place of despair, we more easily turn to God, the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And very often through that healing, we realize and appreciate the experience from some of the most meaningful connections we will ever have with another human being. And here's why. When you are in your, when you're with your soulmate in a romantic relationship, your energy is firing with all pistons loaded and you feel as if you are on top of the world. You connect with your soulmate on all levels, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. You will find similarities with your soulmate on so many levels and in so many different areas. And, you know, we're not just talking about your grandmothers having the same first name or the same birthdays or driving the same color Buick, whatever. <laughs> these similar, they all drive Buicks, man. These, these similarities shared with soulmates are on a deeper, more intimate level. Like you'll find congruences in your likes or whatever that are that are very very similar but it's going to be something that's not nor it's something that's kind of like obtuse that something's just out of the norm mm-hmm. and soulmate relationships most often will start out very very positive and as you ride the roller coaster going higher and higher and higher with every new date, uh, long, meaningful conversation, you know, deeper levels of intimacy, and, you know, you're riding high. You know, sex may feel like a completely new experience or how it is meant to be, you know, as the sexual experience with the soulmate is on a much more intimate level than just physical. But then all of a sudden, and right out of nowhere, just like on the roller coaster, the rug gets pulled out from under you, and the soulmate relationship can take a fast downward plummet. It escalates and escalates. No matter how hard you try to step on the brakes, the downward spiral gains momentum, and you wind up in a place we like to call the soulmate crisis point. Oh, yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Almost anything can trigger that soulmate crisis point. And as a matter of fact, it can be triggered by nothing even, okay? Nothing at all. Any type of crisis for one of the souls in the soulmate relationship can trigger the soulmate crisis point. For example, you know, the ex, your soulmate's ex can create problems or even try to reenter the picture, there could be a serious illness of a friend or family member or, or one of you. Financial pressures or concerns, such as loss of job or income, could arise and perhaps take one of you to a different state or country to find work. This is a chance for the relationship to grow, get stronger, and for the two of you to pull together as a team. If not, it will pull you apart. And unfortunately... More often than not, the soulmates will have to experience a time of separation, and it is during that time of separation that the personal and spiritual growth 
occurs during the time of separation, not usually while you're together because you're flying high and everything's great and everything's groovy. Remember, most of us learn through pain. Like when your mother tells you when you were a kid, don't touch the stove, don't touch the stove, and you touch the stove and it burns your hand. Same thing here. We learn through pain. Now, of course, in some instances, able to remain together for that growth to occur, right? But more often than not, and unfortunately, this, this does seem to be the norm, you will have to be apart in order to grow as you assimilate that life lesson into your life experiences. And quite often, I mean, don't you agree that a lot of times whatever the issue is and whatever the personal lesson is, they wind up being exacerbated while they're in the relationship together, okay? So it actually gets worse, whatever that issue is that they have, and it's only when they pull apart can they actually handle, learn, fix, change, whatever that issue is. It just seems like the, the soulmate you know, relationship seems to almost like magnify whatever the lessons are or the the problems are or the issues are and then everybody has to take a, a step back from it so it's almost as if the soulmate relationship stirs all of this stuff up so it's like you're spinning 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 you know, and then everything rises to the top all the bad stuff rises to the top that that has to be dealt with exactly like, because you know it's also like a mirror right i mean soulmates they actually mirror each other you know they reflect back to the other what the other needs to address within themselves to to gain that personal growth that spiritual growth whatever it is so that they can actually evolve and get to the next level that they need to get to because we all grow and evolve and go through spiritual growth and we kind of go up a notch and whatever as we kind of get older well most of us do i think i've seen some people that don't evolve who actually devolve but that's a completely <laughs> different topic but but that well but that's the actual thing with some of people don't people seem to think that you know people just meet and now you're in the protective soulmate bubble and now nothing can hurt you nothing can break you apart nothing bad can happen blah 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 and that's simply not true you say it can go either way it's like the universe can bring you together as soulmates but what you guys then do with that is is all up to you and a lot of times that that misconception of the you know nobody can tear apart the soulmates is what keeps them you know saying from you know fixing their problems and issues and instead just making them crazy that's why so many times people that are in soulmate relationships that are experiencing problems they seem like something you know like out of like a late night tv show where it's so over the top and you go oh my god like People don't act like this, behave like this, do things like this, you know, in real life because it's just so over the top. But that's what keeps happening because those issues, those core issues need to be addressed. And with soulmates, everything just basically explodes. Exactly. So on that note, we're going to take our first break of the evening. And we are taking callers tonight. Our call-in number is 248-545-7685. After this short three-minute break, we'll be right back. Feng Shui for the soul. CBS Radio's The New Sky. New horizons, no boundaries. NewSkyRadio.com.
CBS Radio's The Sky. Now back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lees now. 248 545 7685. Welcome back to Empower and Light and Vision Your Life. I'm Sophia and I'm here with Sarah. You're back. I didn't think you were back. I don't know why. Uh, uh, uh. I'm just laughing amongst myself. I just had a scoop of Nutella. Oh, yay. All right. So um, we're back. So tonight we're talking about soulmates. But before we go on, um, we want to give out some admin stuff. So we have an application. It's called Love Psychics. Uh, it's available you just say I- app. 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 I said app. app. Application. App. You're so prim. Proper. An app. app. You have an it's app. app. Okay, it's an app. Available for iPhone, iPad, and Google Play. It's called Love Psychics. And just go out there, look for it, download it. It's free. It gives you access to all of our recorded podcasts and to our website. And uh, it also has access to our Facebook and Twitter pages. And it also has all the podcasts. So you can listen to the podcast when you're at the gym or in the car or whatever. Um, we have two Facebook fan pages. One is called Psychic Readings with Lady Sarah and Sophia Elise. The other one is called Soulmates and Twin Flames. Go out there and give us a like and you know, kind of see what we're up to. We post all the upcoming radio show topics there, and we post inspirational messages throughout the day, as well as links to our different blogs that we post, because we have about five or six different blogs that we're constantly updating with lots of articles about relationships and how to deal with them and personal growth and empowerment and so on. So um, also we have a Twitter account. It's at Soulmate Reading. So go out to Twitter and follow us. And we do take callers on the show, but also we have so many listeners from around the world that are not able to listen live. They listen to the recorded podcast. So we like to give them the opportunity as well to get their questions answered on the air. So if you're not able to listen to the show live, you can send us an email. And the email address is Sarah and Sophia at hotmail.com. Send us an email, give us your question, you know, say you don't want to say the names on the air or whatever, and tell us that you listen to our show and that you'd like to ask a question for consideration to be answered live during our show. All right. So tonight we're talking about soulmates and the difficulties of soulmate relationships. And we've talked about the soulmate crisis point and what happens when, you know, that always usually comes into play during a soulmate relationship and how we have to deal with that. So Sarah, did you have an example? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it come, there always comes that point where, you know, soulmates are either going to make it or break it. Okay. For example, let's say that Brenda and Michael met in San Francisco through a charity event that they are both very passionate about. Okay. And when they saw each other, there was instant chemistry that we could even say was like electrifying and just out of this world. And for the next six months, they were completely inseparable spending a lot of time together and so on, you know, and on the phone and texting and emailing and blah and the whole nine yards. In the real world, okay, Michael worked for a large software company and was on kind of like the fast track to senior management, okay? And one day, the company did a huge reorganization and some of the employees were let go. But Michael was offered that senior management position, which is what he had basically been working towards and striving for his entire career life. The problem was that the job was going to be in New York City. And he had to decide what is he going to do. 
Now, Brenda, as soon as Michael broached this subject with her, didn't think of his career. She immediately began to panic that Michael was going to leave San Francisco, and although she knew she should be supportive of his dreams and aspirations, her insecurities and fear of abandonment started to surface, even though she tried to keep it under control. She was very tempted because her first initial feeling was, oh, he cares about the job more than me. And all of these thoughts started bubbling up and bubbling up. You know, They talked about different scenarios that would still allow them to see one another, and you know, one, of co- one, of course, would be you know, like being in a long-distance relationship and, and how that would work. And all she kept thinking of in the back of her head is, you know, oh, my God, he cares about his job more than me, and oh, my gosh, probably going to end, and what's going to happen? He's going to meet somebody else, blah, 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 blah. And right here is their soulmate crisis point. Yeah, so he leaves for New York City to begin his new position, and when he arrived, he poured himself 100% into it. Even though they tried to talk every night via Skype or phone and text messages throughout the day, it seemed that he was becoming distant with Brenda. Brenda's insecurities were really coming to the surface now, and she became clingy and needy with Michael, so much so that he said they needed to take a break from each other. The soulmate crisis point in this relationship was to highlight Brenda's insecurity and fear of abandonment issues so she could effectively deal with them outside of their relationship. Her soul contract defined that she needed to work on these issues so that she could grow and evolve to a better place in terms of being in a relationship without all these insecurities and fear of abandonment issues constantly coming to the surface over and over in each relationship that she entered into. Her soul contract was the contract that that's her blueprint for life, not a soulmate contract. That's different. This is her soul contract to find that she needed to work on these issues so that she could grow and evolve into being a more mature, more adult person as she in, in relationships. Well, that was the thing. I mean, as soon as he said, you know, that he was thinking of taking this job, her insecurities bubbled to the surface. And instead of her handling them, she let them grow and pretty much take over. And that w- what wound up happening, he asked for a break. Now, Brenda could go one of two ways. She could either say, okay, I got out of control. Now I need to, you know, get my act together, deal with my own insecurity, realize that he loves me, that we have a connection and gain strength for that. Or she can act like a complete wacko during their break and and stalk him and, and text him and act more needy and clingy and just act like a nut and then basically make him feel like, no, this break needs to be permanent. So that's, you know, th- those are the, the two choices, and you'd be surprised how many people go for the latter, which is going to give them exactly the opposite of what they wanted. And we never seem to learn the valuable lessons we need, you know, for completion of our soul's journey on this planet. If our lives are going to be, you know, are going on as happy as they can be, and things are chugging along as smooth as silk. Unfortunately, we learn from pain, like Sophia said earlier, you know, like when, you know, we did all these, you know, things that whether it's our mother warned us about them or we should have known better. But it's like we have to try it on our own and test it on our own. And not only is physical pain, but emotional pain is one of our greatest teachers. 
if the soulmate crisis point causes a separation between you and your soulmate, there is always a possibility, you know, of this coming back, back together again at some future point. However, it is also possible that the tear in the fabric of your soulmate relationship is too great to mend and the relationship may end permanently. And if that's the case, it will be extremely hard to get through because there is no emotional, physical, or spiritual connection like a soulmate connection. When you have had it and you feel like you've lost it, you will not only feel empty, you could very well feel like you're either dying or losing your mind because from your perspective, that soulmate relationship completed you and filled you up. And that is perhaps where your growth comes in. And that is to find yourself whole and complete without relying on another to complete you. Mm-hmm. A soulmate separation does not always happen due to the soulmate crisis point, as you know we've just discussed. Soulmates can leave your life for a number of reasons, but one thing is certain. When a soulmate leaves your life, it can leave you feeling lost, confused, and just like helpless and hopeless. The loss or breakup of any relationship, of, of course, is painful, but the loss of your soulmate can be devastating and very difficult to work through, get over, move on from, and get closure from. When your soulmate leaves your life, it can be for, you know, a couple of different reasons, and some may include, you know, that the person exercised their free will to end the relationship because they do not want to be in the relationship anymore for whatever their reason may be, okay? Another could be the termination of the soulmate contract between you because the karmic reason for the two of you being together is over, ended, done, and finished. Another could be that, you know, the person has taken an exit to leave the planet, meaning, you know, they've unfortunately passed away. So none of these reasons are easier or more difficult to work through that the others than the others because when your soulmate leaves your life, it feels as if part of you is dying. There will be many days or months and perhaps years of despair, resentment, sadness, and possibly even anger directed at or toward God. But before you allow yourself to drop into the pit of self-loathing by wondering what you did or what you said to make them leave, please remember that there is a karmic reason for their departure. And that karmic reason has to do with your growth from a spiritual perspective. It may not make any sense to you at the moment and, in fact, may take months or even years for you to fully understand the, the lesson of it. But in retrospect... You will have the clarity you need to understand why they walked out of your life. All right. So on that note, we are going to take our second break of the evening. So um, we're going to take a three-minute break, and we'll be right back. CBS Radio, The Sky, and NewSkyRadio.com are presented only for entertainment purposes and are not responsible for choices and decisions made as a result of such advice or other information offered.
Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia, and I'm still here with Sarah. So, yes, the ever fun Sarah, yes. So, um, Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches. You can find us on soulmatepsychicreading.com and soulmatepsychicreadings.com. Okay, lots of articles, blogs out there about soulmates, twin flames, problems, soulmate crisis points, soulmate separation anxiety. What happens when you're soul you separate from your soulmate? You have all this anxiety. So, lots of articles on those sites about soulmate twin flame relationships how to deal with them what happens when these occurrences happen that we're talking about on the show tonight so um also if you like this show we have another show also on wednesday nights it's on blog talk radio um just go out and search for us on blog talk and it's the same title it's called empower enlighten and vision so blog talk radio empower enlighten and vision we are taking callers tonight our call-in number is 248-545-7685. We'll take our calls towards the end of our show. We're also taking instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. Just be very specific with your questions, and it will increase the likelihood of us being able to answer them for you on the air. So we're talking about you know soulmates and why soulmates relationships you have these difficulties and problems and you have the thing called the soulmate crisis point and we've talked about some of the reasons that soulmates may walk out of your life but sarah do you have some specific reasons about why that might happen well there are many many reasons soulmates can and will walk out of your life one of the biggest reasons or the most mainstream reason you know that soulmates take off is what we like to call the fear factor 
a soulmate relationship will come with a very close emotional intimacy. In the beginning, it feels incredible to both of you, but as time goes on, one of you or both of you could become quite fearful of this connection because, you know, you're feeling things and experiencing things that you feel you have no control over. To have that close a bond to another human being who will probably come to know you better or as well as you know yourself can make the hardiest of souls feel very vulnerable. Others could feel, you know, fear the loss of, of, you know, of control and also of their, because when you feel like so much of a part of a team, in a way you start to kind of feel like you, you're losing your own self-identity and your own independence. When you are that closely tied to someone who knows everything about you, to whom you have let down your guard and shared your deepest thoughts, feelings, and experiences, for some, it can feel as that, you know, that they are just literally handing over control to someone else. To some people, this can be quite threatening, okay, even though it isn't just their own insecurities, you know, or inner securities that create it, just because it is not fearful to you doesn't mean that it's really not fearful to them. And this is, you know, the beauty of our lives. We are all different and we all experience things differently. And as we mentioned earlier, a soulmate could exit your life simply because they've decided to exercise their God-given free will and decided that they just do not want to be in this relationship anymore. They can do that. There may, there may be no rhyme or reason to it and no explanation. Just one day, they decide to just move on with their life. Well, but usually, soul- you, ha- you have to admit that usually with something like that, it's because they're not or refusing to address, you know, an issue or lesson that they're exactly. supposed to change or, you know, and we have that right to do that. So it's not that they just wake up one morning and go, ah, screw it. I don't want to be here anymore. It's that there is, you know, an issue that's been presenting it themselves, you know, itself to them, maybe not to you. And they just went, okay, rather than deal with that or make changes or adjustments or learn things that I have to, I'm just out of here. I'm going to bail. A soulmate also has the free will to decide if they wish to terminate their soulmate contract and move their life in a different direction or the nature of your soulmate contract with each other has been fully accomplished. Perhaps their purpose in your life was to teach you a few things about yourself, about love and relationships, and then their role in the book of your life has ended. There may be many more reasons why a soulmate can leave your life. They might, I mean, they may not even know why they're leaving. They just have an urging within them to take a different path. This usually comes from their higher self or their own soul speaking to them to work on their own individual life lessons. Regardless of the situation, you will have no choice but to put the pieces of your life back together. Mm-hmm. So, after the tears, chocolates, tubs of ice cream, Nutella, and, glass- yeah, Nutella, and glasses, if not bottles... Of wine. That would be me. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Nutella, you take the wine. It is time to pull yourself together and move on with your life. And you may be thinking to yourself, how is that possible to do that when you feel you are just 
suffering through so much turmoil. How do you see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel when you just feel that this big dark cloud is just hanging over you and is never going to leave? Well, quite frankly, you're going to just have to put your big girl or big boy pants on, okay? Take back your power and take control of yourself and of your life. Now, of course, we're not saying that this is going to be easy, but you know what? Millions of people throughout the centuries have had this same experience and managed to get through it. You are not the first. You are not going to be the last. And if they can do it, so can you. One of the first things you're going to want to do is detach your energy from your lost soulmate. Okay, this is a good, good time to be gentle with yourself and honor your soul through the healing time. Do not expect it to happen overnight because it's not going to. So don't have higher expectations than are realistic. Allow yourself the time that you're going to need to get over it. Just don't give yourself decades, okay, to get over it. Because it doesn't need to take that long. And you're not going to accomplish anything, you know, staying stuck and and holding on to something that, you know, where the other person has disconnected. Right. So please also keep in mind that not all soulmate relationships will end. Many soulmate relationships have the ability to stay together, even though there have been many issues, problems, and upheavals. So before you throw yourself into a complete and total panic, thinking your soulmate is gone for good... Remember that you could be putting yourself through all this pain and anxiety for no good reason. Do not allow yourself to go down the path of soulmate separation anxiety. Just stop and take a breather for a moment. This is your challenge to not lose control of yourself, your life, your job, or your dignity while experiencing a soulmate crisis. You still got to pay the bills and feed your kids and take care of yourself, whatever, okay? Yeah, falling apart is not going to get you any bonus points. It's not going to bring your soulmate back. It's just going to make the process harder and more difficult and give you extra problems and extra garbage to go through it, okay? Which is not going to help, okay? Believe it or not, this is Part of the soulmate contract the two of you made with each other. This is one of the soulmate crisis points for the soulmate relationship where you are being shown by the universe that you must grow and evolve. Sure, it's going to be very painful to be apart from your soulmate, especially to one you have such a strong connection to. But that's just it, isn't it? Isn't your connection by nature of the soulmate relationship so strong that it can withstand this period of separation while your man or woman goes off and does what they need to do that has perhaps defined for them, you know, to do even in the soul blueprint of their life? I mean, think about it. If you're going to, to, to say that you accept that this connection between the two of you is so strong, and that you believe it. I'm saying that you know you're going to then have to have faith in it, because you can't say that you can't move on from it, or you can't stop thinking about this person, and, da, 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 and blame it all on the fact that the two of you are soulmates. But then say that you can't draw strength from the fact that the two of you are soulmates. 
You see, you can't just use the, the soulmate contract as an excuse to be weak. Okay, this is supposed to be – and I mean the divine did not create this, you know, this connection between the two of you so that you would be weakened by it. You're supposed to be strengthened by it. And if you really do believe that the universe has brought the two of you together and that, you know, what you feel, that you feel so connected to this person and that you, you know, you feel that you belong together and this, that, and the other thing, then you should have the faith in that, that when there is this separation period between the two of you, that you guys will make it through okay. Have faith in that connection, not just exactly. fear it. Mm-hmm. Because in their highest form, soulmate relationships are about unconditional love. When we truly love someone unconditionally, we allow that person, by nature of our unconditional love for them, to do what they need to do to grow, evolve, transform, and be happy. It is the very nature of a true soulmate relationship. So while the soulmate separation anxiety can make you feel threatened that your soulmate is not with you, not as connected to you, or not as communicative with you as they should have or as they have been in the past the unconditional love you feel for that soul should be strong enough to help you see and know this is yet just another one of those challenges that come along with soulmate relationships okay so we are going to take our final break of the evening and when we come back we will take a caller or two so we'll take a break we'll be right back enlighten empower Enrich. This is CBS Radio's The New Sky. New horizons, no boundaries. This is a message and a call. Pushing on every day, it's getting heavier and heavier. 
CBS Radio's The Sky. Now back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lee's now. 248-545-7685. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. This is our final segment. Um, I'm, I'm Sophia and I'm here with Sarah. Yep. So you can find out more about Sarah and I on EmpowerEnlightenEnvision.com, also SoulmateReading.com, SoulmatePsychicReadings.com, PsychicLifeCoach.com, and all of those sites have a lot of articles about you know relationships and how to deal with the different things in relationships. So we are going to start. We're going to take a caller, and I think we have Melina from Connecticut, maybe. Hello. How are you? Hi, how are Hello, you? Hello, Melina. How are you? Good. I have a release for question. So I've been seeing this guy on and off dating, but I really I really like him, but I'm not sure if he feels the same way. Sometimes he gives me signs that he does, but occasionally he doesn't, so I'm not sure where this is going to go, basically. Okay, so can you tell us his name? Are you comfortable with that or his initial or something? I give you his um, first second initials. It's C R. C R. Okay. Yeah. Okay. C R. I'm in an echoing house tonight. It is very echoey here. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, what I'm getting is is that it'll probably continue to be up and down with him until right around the end of the year, okay? But then it actually looks like things start to stabilize and things will start to get better in this relationship to move forward, okay? I think, though, what I see as a challenge with him is that sometimes he has these periods where he just goes into the man cave and he kind of wants to shut down and withdraw and kind of just get quiet and be by himself a little bit. But that's not really about you or because of you that really is more kind of like that's how he recharges his battery and that's how he rejuvenates himself and that's just kind of like part of his personality you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes i but, know what you mean actually okay i get that but i get something also a bit different okay, okay. i get that with okay first to answer your initial question is does he feel the same way about you yeah i i got no problem with that that i get loud and clear yep but what i also get is that he knows that to be with you constantly consistently you know what i'm saying and all of that that he feels that the relationship is going to almost like almost like get away from him meaning like it, he's going to lose i don't want to say control over it but yeah, yeah, he is going to lose, yeah. lose control. Over yeah, it. he's going to lose control over it, and that it will, you know, be more of what he thinks about what he does, and da da da, and that it'll affect other areas of his life, and this, that, and the other thing, and blah blah blah. So it looks like he almost—it's like as if he stays away, almost to the point of where he's about to starve to death. Like you know, what I'm saying? like if this was about food, and then he <laughs> comes at you. You know what I mean? Eats as much as he can, like he's at the all-you-can-eat buffet, and then kind of 
takes off for a while, feeling like fortified for a bit, and then comes back. Rather than just having a meal a day, you know what I mean? It looks like he kind of stores a bit like a bear for the winter, if you will. I do agree with Sophia that this will, you know, stabilize. But what what he's trying to do is he's really trying to, to gain control over emotions, a relationship, and a situation that has nothing to do with control. He's just got to just kind of roll with it and let it be. And once he just kind of relinquishes that control and just kind of, you know, learns to just roll with it, things should stabilize and be, you know, just fine between the two of you. I get that there should be a little bit of weirdness still, you know, I'm saying up and towards, you know, the latter part of the year. But like Sophia was saying, I mean, I'm getting more of like a January, February time frame for this that you know i feel like he kind of gets his act together and you know things start to to kind of just flow smoothly that's why you should also see that the flow between the two of you almost doesn't seem organic sometimes and and at those times you'll see it's because mr man okay stops and starts is trying to gain control of it again and if he just let it you know just flow organically there wouldn't be this these weird jolts if you will between the two of you yeah, because yeah. when he does when he does this thing where he kind of gets quiet and shuts down, whatever, he's trying to control the speed at which the relationship's developing and evolving. That's what he's doing. He's putting the brakes on. It's irk, 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 and that can yeah. be that can make you feel kind of like, oh my god, what's happening to me? You know, well, it's a very jerky motion. It is Instead a very of jerky lightly motion. tapping on the brakes. You don't really notice the shift in speed, but if you slam on it out of nowhere, everybody goes through the you know the the, the window. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shall I still see him? I'm guessing. Since well, to, well, to, well, to me, because this has potential, and because you have to admit, I mean, I do get that he has done some things, if you will, that have made you think, you know what, you SOB, whatever. And if he was like somebody else or whatever, you never would have tolerated this for more than like five minutes. There is yes. something... You know, there is something unique about this guy, and I'm not getting that there's like 20 of him around where it's like, okay, I'll just trade him in for this other, you know, dude. Since it's also not going to take you nine months before he gets his act together, why not? Why not take a chance on somebody that can become something rather than – because, I mean, I do get that, you know, around you – it kind of looks like Pickens are slim, you know what I'm saying, or Pickens are kind of like morons. So it's like, why go there? Why not stick with the moron that can actually change into more of a Prince Charming? Mm-hmm. At least that's my okay. take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. because, yeah, he's he's a good guy. He's he's not going anywhere. He's just, you just have to kind of like, you know, strap your seatbelt on because he's going to keep slamming on the brakes a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, just he's just through the windshield. Just gotta, yeah, you just got to kind of like ride it out a little bit with him. And when he pulls back and withdraws, you do the same thing. Remember we talked earlier in the show about being that mirror? Be that mirror to him. Mirror back his behavior. Don't chase him into that man cave. Let him go in there. You don't want to go in there. Just, just It's nasty in there, okay? So you don't want to go in there. You just do your own thing. Go out with your friends, whatever. All right? Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, Melina, you're welcome. Take care. All right.
Bye. Okay, so we only have a few minutes left. So I just want to say, you know, if you like our show, we also have another show on Blog Talk, and it's it's just go out there and search for Empower, Enlighten, and Vision um, on Blog Talk Radio. It comes on a little bit earlier than this one, so um, we're out there as well. Um, also, you can find us online to schedule a reading with us. Just go to any of our sites, EmpowerEnlightenAndVision.com, SoulmatePsychicReading.com, PsychicLifeCoach.com. Usually we're pretty much available. Well, one of us is usually available from, like, 7 a.m. Eastern Time to pretty much midnight Eastern Time or later Eastern Time. So one of us is usually around. So just we use if Click not, they could just they, yeah they could just arrange a call. And yeah, one of just us arrange a call. Up. We're not you don't have to make an appointment with us. We do use Click for Advisor or Ether to take our calls. We don't do email readings. Just arrange a call and we'll get with you as soon as we can. All right. So on that note, we'll say good night.